Hey friends, welcome to the People Priority Podcast, where we dig into topics that help you show up as your best self for you and your circle of influence. I'm your host, Julie Schneers, a teacher turned speaker, team culture consultant, and leadership growth coach who loves people. Join me here every week for conversations that will motivate, educate, and hopefully just inspire you to grow through the power of communication, connection, and confidence. Because you and your people, you're worth it. Today, we're going to dive into a segment of communication that we don't always want to hear, and that's how much we should listen. I think when we say the word communication, the very first thing that comes to people's brains is how well you speak, how well you present yourself, what communicating with you must be like, when in reality, the most impactful type of communication that you can offer those in your circle of influence is to be a good listener. So what does that mean? And why is it important? I thought it would be really fun to just dive into some really interesting facts about listening. Okay, here we go. 85% of what we have learned is through listening, not talking, not reading, but listening. So if you are in a situation where you think maybe I need to learn a little bit more, of course, that's going to mean you have to turn off the words you want to say and turn on your ears. Um, 75% of the time we are distracted, preoccupied, or forgetful. And if that's the case, being able to just sit down and listen to maybe not even the person that's across the room from you, but yourself, what you need to be doing, your brain when it's saying, I'm overwhelmed. Um, And that's why distraction and forgetfulness are seeping in can be incredibly impactful. And of course, uh, listening to someone right away doesn't always mean that I'm really engaged. It might mean that I'm just hearing kind of, and we're fixing to talk about the difference between listening and hearing. You're just kind of hearing what they're saying, but you're not necessarily actively listening which is also why that 50% of us immediately forget what we just heard when we're sitting in a conversation, which, I mean, think about the last time you met someone and you were like, wait, what a second, what, what was your name again? Of course, you weren't actively listening and we are all guilty of that in some form or fashion. Less than 2% of our population has been educated on how to listen. However, we spend the majority of our minutes talking and have had education on that. Matter of fact, we speak 125 to 250 words per minute, and we think 1,000 to 3,000 words per minute. Wow. So if you're thinking, is this podcast going to be worth listening to and any of those stats or fun facts resonated with you, maybe give it a listen because you might learn something interesting today. Okay. So of course, I want to start with what kind of message are you sending? And right away, that brings up all of the things that I've taught and talked about in the realm of communication. Absolutely. Because of course, when we're thinking through the message that I'm sending, I'm thinking about my verbals, my nonverbals, my vocals. But 
the reality is the message that I'm sending also aligns with what kind of listener I am. Now, before we really deep dive into the listening piece, I think it's worth just talking about the communication pieces because it might even give you a little bit of a place that you want to focus on within yourself. Within communication, you have the sender and you have the receiver. So when we are having this conversation, you might be sending a message that's verbal to someone that you hope is listening, and that's the receiver, and they're giving you feedback. That interaction is communication. And of course, the channel of communication in today's world can vary. It might be verbal because we're having this conversation, but it might be via email. It might be via text. There's more than one channel option. And of course, in the realm of communication, there's always an opportunity for noise. And what I mean by noise is anything that distracts from that communication being successful or as successful as it could be. Noise could be that you and I are having a conversation on the phone and my kid is in the background screaming, of course, making my mind go there and not to what we are talking about. Noise might be that you're sitting in your office at work and you hear a bunch of noise outside your office door because there was an accident in front of your building. That absolutely would be noise. But noise can be anything that distracts us. Noise might even be that you just got out of the car with your kid and you guys had a little bit of a blowout prior to dropping off at school. And now your your brain cannot think through the conversation you're supposed to be involved in on your Zoom call. That could be noise. Now, Even in that example, we've talked through, I'm sending you a message to someone I hope is listening. 50% of that back and forth, if I'm having a conversation, is going to be listening. But it's very easy for us to go, okay, but I need to tell you something and not take a moment to listen. Now, when we break down communication, like the three codes of a message, verbal, nonverbal, and vocal. We've done this before. I know verbal is what you say. Vocal is how you say it. Nonverbal are all of the incredible other pieces that go along, like your gestures and your body language and your eye contact, your appearance, your facials, your proxemics and haptics. Those are all nonverbal communicators. But How does that play into listening? Now, here's something you don't always consider in the realm of listening. There are also multiple pieces to being a good listener. And we're going to break that down into the head, the heart, and the body. So when you are listening to someone, how do you listen? And before we break that down, I'm going to help you in the two most basic ways of of listening that I think resonate with everyone. And I know there's a deeper dive you could take here, but we are talking in our everyday lives. There is hearing and there is listening. Hearing is passive and listening should be active. Hearing might be that I heard the wreck outside my office, that I heard my kids downstairs. Listening is, I'm in the middle of a really important coaching call, and although I can hear the fan moving in my office, I'm not engaged with the fan. I am actually actively listening to my client on the call, right? 
And I love to say, listen from the back of your head. If you've been in a time where I did a workshop on this with me, I love saying, listen with the back of your head and watching people's faces because they're like, okay, maybe she doesn't know what she's talking about. It's very strange, very strange thing to say. But if if I'm saying to you right now, listen with the back of your head, what I'm telling you is everything is engaged. That, That I'm thinking about listening to you. That I'm using my eyes to link to your eyes. That that my mouth isn't moving because everything is engaged, not in what I want or what I think or what I might need to do, but only in you. So really when I say, listen with the back of your head, I am saying, put your whole heart into it. Put your whole brain into it. Pay close, active intention to what the person in front of you or on the other line we're on the other side of the Zoom call is saying. Now, my favorite question is just to ask, how well do you sit in the listening space? Because it makes our mind think, okay, the last conversation that I had, do that right now. Think about the last conversation I had, whether it was on the phone or in person, how well did you sit in the listening space? What does it mean to sit in the listening space? When someone is having a conversation with you and you're trying to think about what you're going to say next, you are not thinking with your or listening with your whole brain. You are thinking what you want to say next. That act of listening is kind of a muscle you have to work. So sitting well in the listening space means that you hear everything that person has to say before you decide how to interact and what you're going to say next. And a really terrible habit of a bad listener is to be interrupting in your brain, even if it's not out loud because you've groomed yourself not to interrupt out loud, but to interrupt in your brain that conversation to share what you think about what they're still saying. You have to turn off your desire to interrupt, not just verbally, but also non-verbally, so that that you can hear them and truly listen. A fun hack to being a better listener is matching energy. Now, what I mean when I say match energy, that is... When you have someone come at you with a really great energy because they're really excited about something and you are sitting there like it's a waste of your time to hear from them, that is not matching energy. (laughs) Now, if you have somebody come to you and they sit very sad or solemn, or maybe they're just not exactly chipper and you're a really chipper personality, that also cannot play well in the conversation. So you don't want to match someone just to be like, I'm going to be sad and mopey because you're sad and mopey. I don't mean that. But I do mean be aware of the person that's having this conversation with you enough that you can show up for them maybe the way they need you to show up for them. So if they're excited about something, being able to go, oh my goodness, I'm so excited with your nonverbals and your verbals and vocals definitely feels like they see me and hear me and they care about what I am sharing. 
Now that matching energy hack, that is a great way to helping people feel seen and heard. So let's just dive straight into the point of listening. I want you to think about a time that you had someone really sit and listen to you about something that was important to you. Do you have it? You have something in your brain, a time or a person maybe. Maybe this is the person that you go to most often because they listen to you really well. How did that make you feel? How did it make you feel to be able to share and truly feel like this person was listening to you? Probably made you feel seen and heard. Probably made you feel validated, valued, like you were important enough to have this conversation. Depending on the conversation, it might have made you be able to break down something that was frustrating so you were able to relieve frustration. It, it might have brought joy because you were celebrating something and you needed to be able to share. Being able to offer someone your listening skills can transition a relationship. It can mold communication. And it can make the person across the table from you or on the other line of the phone from you feel seen and heard in ways that only listening can offer. I feel like this is really timely as we walk into the Christmas season, depending on when you're listening, but when we're putting it out, you're walking into the Christmas season and that's a time where you gather with people that maybe you don't see all the time. And, and that can be a time that you're excited to share new things or you're around people that drive you a little crazy. And if that's the case, back up and listen to a couple episodes before when I broke down Holiday Hurts and how we can possibly navigate that easier. But being able to listen to the people that are in this space with you and not just share, that can bring relationships to a new beautiful level. It's a level up, if you will. So I would say that thinking through how you plan on showing up to that space is going to be really important. Knowing that, well, Aunt Carla is going to be there and every year she is a negative Nancy and negative Nancy life is frustrating to me at Christmas time. So I am going to make sure that I have something positive to share. I'll be willing to listen to her negative a little just because I want her to feel seen and heard by me. However, I'm, I'm going to also be ready to mingle around the room. That's okay to say. It's also good to say, I'm really excited about all these things, but I'm going to be really intentional about asking my cousin how she's doing. I'm going to be really intentional about asking my grandpa about a story and letting him just talk. Because those listening skills, that energy match, that sitting in the listening space is a beautiful gift to be able to offer. And I think around holiday season, it's easy to get caught up in how much you want to share and talk and not listen. Even if it's not holiday season, I want you to hear me say that it's impactful to listen to your people. 
to listen to your kids. I just worked with a company uh, yesterday and there were incredible leaders in that room. And I listened as they shared during our workshop time. And one of the things that I heard over and over again was how the goal of the room was that they listened to their people more. Because after our conversations, they started realizing I didn't listen to my people well. I listened to the other leaders sitting next to me in the room. And as a leader, being able to listen to those that you lead, that is really impactful. Okay, so let's let's dig into listening a little bit more with your head, heart, and body. I know we talked about it five seconds ago, but let's think through what does it mean to listen with your head? Listening with your head means that you are not thinking about anything else. I love this quote that I want to share real fast. Stephen Covey said, most people do not listen with the intent to understand. They listen with the intent to reply. Yep, touching on it one more time. Not just Julie's words, ouch. If you are listening with the intent to reply or the intent to complain, then you are missing out on what we're sharing here. You're missing out on the opportunity of the gift that your listening could bring. Listening with your whole head means that you are not thinking about what am I going to say next? You're thinking about what they're sharing and how well you understand it in case there's a question you want to ask. And listening with your head also means that you might gather more information and then have better curious questions that are open-ended to ask that are based off of what they said, not what you think. Being able to ask questions that are based off of what's being shared is crazy impactful and something that we do in coaching all the time. Okay, I'm hearing you say this, this, and this. Wow, tell me more about the first thing you shared or tell me more about the new business. That must be so hard. How are you coping with that? Being able to ask questions that link to what they are saying and not just what you think about what they're saying is beautiful. But the example I just shared also links to the heart because we're listening with our head not to combat them or offer our two cents because that's not the point of listening. We are listening to what they share, which also means if we can listen with our heart, we are also paying attention to how that must make them feel. We're listening to the feelings that are not just the words they say. When I was coaching in the interp and acting world, we'd say subtext. The subtext is what's between the lines. When an author writes something, it's not just the words on the page. It's the intention behind it. It's the heart behind it, right? It's what's not written in how you perform it. But we do that every day. That's just a way to link into a character. But when, when you're speaking from your heart, when you're sharing what you're going through, you might be saying words, but your heart, your heart has a feeling attached to those words. So even if your words are, I'm fine. I've been busy, but I'm fine. Your heart can totally tell that there's more to that story, right? So being able to even ask questions that link to what you're listening to in the heart parts, that your heart can feel from their words, from the way they say it and not just what they're saying, 
So now we've broken it down to verbal and vocal again. Remember in the beginning, we talked about the three codes of a message. When I'm communicating, there's what I'm saying, there's how I'm saying it, and then there's my nonverbal communicators, which links to body. So we've listened with our head. We've listened with our heart. I also encourage you to listen with your body and pay attention to their body. Listening with your body means that you're not fidgeting. <laughs> Listening with your body means that you are in. And listening to their body means you're watching. You're watching their nonverbals. You're watching their facial expressions. You're watching their body language. You're watching the shift in their shoulders that carries the tension of, of the thing that sits in their heart because of the words they said, right? Now you're, you're putting this into like holiday conversations, but I also hope that you're putting that into work conversations. When someone comes into your space and needs to share with you, and you're trying to listen to what they're saying, listen to the words they say with your head, listen to the heart, the feelings behind what they're saying with your heart, and listen to what their body is sharing. And make sure you're putting your body and you're listening. Your head, your heart, your body, that's what makes you an incredible listener. And being a good listener makes you an incredible leader. And it also makes you the kind of person that people want to be around. If you are the kind of person that dominates conversation, you might ask yourself how you can step back in that conversation. And we all know that person. Matter of fact, I have I have a person in my brain right now that is the person that man making a phone call with this individual is going to take me a lot of time because when I say, okay, I've got to go, I've got a meeting coming up, they aren't going to listen. And being able to have a conversation with them means that I better just buckle in for a lot of listening, no matter what kind of time I have, because they're going to talk the whole time. They're not going to ask about me. They're not going to ask about my kids. They're not going to ask about my day or my work or my job. They're going to just share, 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 maybe gripe a little, and maybe ask a lot of random questions about my opinion that they don't really want the answers to because they don't pause long enough for those answers. I mean, you can even feel it, right? Right now, this is what the conversation feels like. Those are the people that sometimes we avoid conversations with. They're definitely the people that don't make me feel seen and heard. And my heart of it, I want them to feel seen and heard. So we will have those conversations and I will mentally and emotionally prepare myself to just show up for them. But when I need someone to show up for me, that's not who I choose. In the leadership realm, it is really important that we ask ourselves, how do we show up? And what kind of message are we sending? Are we sending the message? that we can sit back and listen with our head, our heart, and our body to their head, heart, and body? Are we dominating conversations? Are we the person that people want to come to because they know we are good listeners? Or are we the kind of people that people avoid conversations with because it's not a conversation that involves enough listening? Really good questions to ask as a leader in the workspace, but also as a leader at home. With the people that you are in relationship with that are important to you, how are you showing up? 
And how could you possibly show up better might be the question that you're thinking right now. So we've talked about communication a little bit, about leadership. So the the three things that I hope that you are taking away is that listening cross applies to the leadership realm, to the home space, to the friend space, and definitely the holiday family space. So you are walking around with beautiful advice in your brain because you've listened to this podcast on how important it is to listen in all of those spaces because you are a leader in all of those spaces and how you listen and how you show up is crazy impactful. And let's just go ahead and stretch that one more beat. If you are an incredible leader who has listening skills that people value and you teach those underneath you who see you as a leader to be a better listener, what a beautiful gift you've passed on. Number one. Number two key takeaway from today is listen with your head, heart, and body to the person you are listening to, their head, their heart, and their body when you're actively listening. And number three, I'm going to back up to sit in the listening space with matching energy. I know that's so strange, but try it out, which is really your challenge for this week. Next time someone comes to you and asks to share or walks into your office or walks into your room wanting to have a conversation with you, turn your brain off of what you want to think and turn the brain on for how you can better understand what they're sharing and just try to match their energy. If they're excited about something, be excited with them. If they're sad about something, sit in that hole with them. And if they're frustrated, be aware of how your face and your body and your energy comes off so that they feel seen and heard. Just match that energy in a way that makes you the kind of listener that makes those you listen to feel seen and heard. All right. And of course, it wouldn't be a people priority podcast without us ending on a really great quote. And this one's from one of my all-time favorites, Simon Sinek. He says, hearing is listening to what is said, but listening is hearing what isn't said. Just a little food for thought. Have a wonderful week and I'll see you next week. Hey, thanks for listening and being my people. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, hook me up with a five-star review. And as always, don't forget to subscribe to the People Priority Podcast so you don't miss out on more tips, tricks, and important reminders. I'll see you next week.